like the worst bloke I've ever met in my entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Halfway Up Middle, episode 46, as we move sluggishly towards our half century. Um, sports fans, I've been inundated with emails, letters, tweets, phone calls, text messages from all you sports fans out there, desperate for the main man to return. And he's here. He has arrived. Matthew Archibald Parker. What are you saying? Can you hear me, Liam? I'm outside in the fucking garage looking for this thing. <laughs> I can't find it. It must be inside. Sorry. You've had about four weeks to prepare mate. for this pod and you've turned up Sorry, with, with your vital piece of equipment. I'll find it. I might as well start now. I'm this far in. Aye. Too many rooms, mate, in this fucking huge house everywhere. It's just stuff everywhere, mate. Oh, it's fucking there as well. He's got it. Look at anyway, all these. Let's, let's, let's these, are for gol- these are for golf shoes, for, uh, you know, like leather Ooh. shoes to, like, soften your heels. Oh, Pete, if you ever get a pair of fancy golf shoes there, I'll send you a set down. What I would say is this is first-class podcasting right here, right now. really is. We can just cancel it, just edit it out. It's the elite. <laughs> it's the elite, mate. It's the elite. Pedro, how's things in the capital, mate? While while uh, Matty gets set up. Yeah, absolutely fine, Liam. Absolutely fine. Just uh, ticking by. Dark nights, wet weather. Um, yeah, just uh, just ticking by, mate. It's all good. How about you? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, no complaints. Have did you have any trick or treaters passing around uh, your house, Pete? We get quite a lot actually in our neighbourhood. So yeah, um, didn't get as many as, as as previous years, but we get like I mean, I think about last year we had over a hundred. This year we had about yeah, I know it's mad. They come in like groups of five. We maybe had about forty or so. Um, we didn't leave such a like a, a clear pumpkin, you know, like people leave a, a, a glowed pumpkin. We just had one like a a pumpkin that wasn't lit up, so maybe that kind of detracted people from coming like which is fine and what about you do you have a lot of trick-or-treaters in your neighborhood i was away for work mate so it was sam holding the fort we had a couple around mate but what, what kind of a uh, what kind of gear are you giving out mate are you giving out are you giving out some dollar bills or is it just uh strictly sweeties Sha boy very much sweeties absolute sweeties all the like you know you get them in tubs big kind of tubs with like the sweets that you used to rot your teeth when you were maybe five, six years of age. Yeah. So like the refresher bars and the, the the little fizzy things in a little tube and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the good thing is there's plenty left over. So um, uh, I'm basically uh, a dentist appointment uh, waiting to happen. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, we know a few dentists. I've got a sports no. dentist that was sorted out who was there from Edinburgh. That's true. Anyone would think that's a nice bit of product placement there, but uh, you know, 
we know that we're not getting any money from that man to, to, to plug his business. He does quite enough of that when it comes to Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Hoggy. <laughs> can we, Hello. Can, can we what? talk? What have you been up to, mate? Come on, fill us in. We've been about eight weeks, mate, without well, you on the pod. What's been happening? It's uh, Pete, are you allowed to speak openly here now that you're a company man with Cricket Scotland? No money was exchanged. Has anyone been in touch to be like, you can't say this, can't say that? Can you stop deflecting? No money everyone was exchanged. Wants to know, everyone wants to know about you, okay? <laughs> Nobody's interested in me. Let's hear about a former fast bowler, Matthew Parker's last oh, eight weeks. Okay, so. turn it up, mate. It's not been that long since I've been on a podcast, is it? What was the last? I can't remember the last one that I was supposed to be on. You've missed a couple, mate. You missed a couple. Uh, anyway, oh, tell us about, tell us about the caddying, mate. Nothing's tell been us about the caddying, been... mate. How did you get on at the Scottish Seniors? Let's have some of that. Caddying is brilliant. Pete, did you ever do any caddying? Ever thought about doing it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, obviously, with my work rota, I'm pretty flexible. I can go, I can work whenever I want, pretty much. So in my time's off and I've got a bit of time, I'll jump on a bag every now and then. And uh, it's good. It's easy money. You get a lot of good crack. Everyone thinks that American golfers will be like hard work, but they're not. They're honestly, they absolutely blow their beans whenever they see Kroon Bay, Trump, all these courses, they'd love it. The worst, the worst to get are the Europeans. And that is where this is going. So the seniors tour event, Pete, have you heard the story, no? I, I've I've heard bits and pieces of it, but I want to hear it all. I think the viewers, I say viewers, the listeners, they want to they want they want to hear this story. I know. Imagine this. Was, imagine you could watch this. Um, so anyway, he gets stuck with uh, an amateur for the pro am. I get stuck with Gav Hastings, the rugby player. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. What's her name? What's her name? Yes. Yeah, so I'd met him before, but I completely forgot. And then I text Mort uh, the next that night, and he was like, uh, and then it clicked. I'd I'd met him in Mort's back garden when we were having a fire at Meyer site, and everyone's like, "Oh, there's what do they call him, Big Gav or something like that?" Brilliant nickname. But uh, I he he that's who I caddied for anyway. Really nice guy, half decent golfer, um, and the way that the payment worked for the amateurs was the actual caddy fee was paid for by the European tour and the tip was just covered by the player. So I thought, fucking happy days. Like, they're all loaded. So they'll just pay you what they think you're worth, basically. So usually, like, your your caddy fees, 50, 60 quid, depending on what course you caddy at. But generally, you'll walk off with £100 cash in hand. Sometimes you get lucky, you get 300 quid. That's, like, a really good day, Right. Gav Hastings gave me 40 quid, right? 40 quid. So I was spewing. Nice guy, whatever. Hope I never caddy for him again. Right? Steve Harmison, the cricketer, was caddy, mm-hmm. was uh, playing in this event, right? You would know. You might know him, yeah? No, I don't know. He wouldn't care who I was. Born in the nets at Durham fucking 20 years ago. Um, He was playing in it, right? And I was... I was in a group with one of the boys who caddied for him in the pro-am. Guess what he tipped his mate, his player, his uh, caddy? 20 quid. 20 quid. For five and a 
five and a half hour round. And he nearly made a hole in one. Apparently he hit the flag on one of the par threes. 20 quid. Get in the fucking sea. This, the honestly, domestic visitors that he told in the pro shop, it's a set fee, 150 quid. Because they haven't got a clue. Haven't got a clue. So anyway, I get stuck with a pro Mark Fari, French guy, absolute tosser, like w- the worst bloke I've ever met in my entire life. Doesn't ask me if I play golf, doesn't ask me if I caddy, doesn't ask me if I've set foot on Trump's golf course before. Now, honestly, I don't know where to start with this guy. Why have we, why have we started this podcast with this, Liam? Why? Oh, it's glorious. We'll be here all night. We'll it's be here absolutely all night. glorious. It's a cricket oh. podcast. It's a yeah. podcast, remember that. The people need to know, Pete. The people need to well, know. Yes, I know. I know, it, no, involves, they need to know it involves cricketers, because Steve Harmison's obviously yeah. just a disgrace for giving someone 20 quid for five and a half hours of their time. Um, Jimmy Anderson was there. I think he tipped his caddy reasonably well. I think he gave him 100 quid, so his caddy got 160 quid for the day. Happy days. Mate, why have you started with Mark Farry? How many rounds uh, did you caddy for Mark Farry? M- my head is in a blender right now. Uh, four rounds. Four rounds of caddies for Mark Farry. And, uh, <laughs> and, and what he, did he give paid you? me. He paid me £70 a day, right? So the pros, they cover the whole cost. So that's not £70 plus my 60 from the tour. That is £70 in my hand a day. I could have been doing two rounds another golf course and getting £300 cash in hand the guy's a joke right Liam what one will I tell so <laughs> tell him the read what the have uh, you met so as a caddy you're asked to read greens blah 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 the guy didn't ask for a read the entire first round Pete right so 18 holes yeah. did not ask for one read he asked me on the fifth green are you any good at reading putts I said yeah I've been here for six years or whatever I can read the greens pretty well didn't ask me for a read the entire round. Fair enough, no bother. Get to the 15th, right, on the second day. We're at a later tea time, so the sun's starting to come down. Kind of hard to see. So he's hit his tee shot. It's gone up into the sky. Talk to me, Matt. Where is it? I, said, I can't see it. So I've just said, ah, it's pretty similar to where we were yesterday, Mark, but I think it's kicked right into the fairway. You think, Matt? Huh. For a young guy, you sure have shitty eyesight. That's what you said to me, Pete, right? <laughs> <laughs> and me and me and the other caddy like look at each other like it's this guy is this guy in the wind up right so he's just told me I've got shitty eyesight and I'd been at a medical like a week before that from my work saying I've got 2020 vision if you can read that line no bother yeah. right anyway we get onto the green right he's not asked me for a read he's just told me how shit my eyesight is he goes uh, have a look at this one for me Matt it's getting a bit dark so I'm like, what's going on? Usually you get an idea of how they like their putts red and stuff like that. But I was like totally caught cold. Like what is, what is going on here? So I had a quick look and I just like, if it's going to move anywhere, Mark, it's going to move to the left, right? I didn't tell him outside the hole, inside the hole, what pace to hit it at. Because as soon as I said that, he turned around, the ball was down and he's, he's going to hit the ball at the hole. So what Jenk happens? Fucking hits it, lips out high, throws his putter, right? I'm standing behind him, throws his putter, he sort of glances at me, picks his putter up, makes the comebacker, right? I go to put the flag in the hole, take his putter off, and he goes, that ball did not fucking move right to left. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, the ball, I'd lost at this point. I was like, Mark, the ball does move to the left. 
You've obviously started it too far outside. Where did you want to start it? I started it where you fucking told me to start it. I was like, what is going on here? It was just me <laughs> and him on the green at this point. Everyone else had left. So anyway, we uh, walk off, right? <laughs> walk off to the 16th. It's a par three, right? I'm not doing any yardages or anything for him because he wants to do that himself, right? Which is fair enough. Do what he wants. I'm not like getting in his way or anything. So anyway, yeah, gets up. He's got a little rangefinder, guns his flag, pulls out his club. One bounce straight in the hole, Pete. Hole in one. Hole in one. Makes, makes a hole in one, right? And it's, uh, everyone's like, uh, where is it? And I, he went, Matt, talk to me. I said, it's in the hole, Mark. Like I was gone by this point. I wasn't, I was like not having any emotion. It's in the hole, Mark. Give me my rangefinder. I don't trust your eyesight. And then he, oh he asked God. for the rangefinder to, to gun the ball. <laughs> and it was it was in. Yeah. No one celebrated. It was mate, it was a disgrace. So, they, a disgrace. so everybody else realised he was a prick as well. Everybody else on tour mate. obviously thinks he's a prick. Every, everyone. I was there was a rain delay and we were walking in and he stopped for a piss. So I was like, I'm not waiting on him. So I started like charging in because it was raining. And it was like thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. And I uh, got got walking in with another pro in his caddy, and uh, I was like, "Is it pretty poor etiquette if I'm walking in in front of my player and he's like miles away?" It's like it depends who it is. It's like it's Mark Farry. They were like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, keep walking!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I... Mate, it was a tough week, Pete. Like honestly, the four of the worst days of my. I would say my working life, but it's not really work, is it? I mean, it's having a laugh. Were you obliged to stay with him then for the four days? Is that how it works? No, no. We had a caddy clinic the day before, and the guys from the tour were like, these guys are going to be childish. They're Honestly, you won't believe what these guys are like. So we've mm-hmm. had caddies walk in in the past after 18 holes, say like, nah, I'm not coming back, see you later. I'll jump on someone else's bag. And one person did do that. Should have been me, but I thought I'd thought I'd graft in, stick in. That's the fast bowling, me Pete. Grafting, grafting <laughs> away, bowling in the, in the sunshine. Well, that's very, <sighs> very, very, uh, very stoical of you, Matthew. Very impressive, I would say. I oh, mean, but, I don't, I, I don't mean, think I'd have packed it. Oh, I was honestly, I feel dirty even talking about it now. I'm looking, talk about... Wikipedia, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He won the BMW European. In nineteen ninety six, he's missed the cut in in he missed the cut in six opens when when he was when he was younger. Yeah, honestly, yeah. mate. And and do you know what he did, right? So he makes makes a hole in one, questions my eyesight. He doesn't ask for any information on seventeen. We get to eighteen, right? He needs a putt to pretty much like secure himself in the tournament. He asks me to read it, right? And like, if you if you're getting your putts read for you, Pete, I would ask you: Do you like having something like a foot in front of you to roll it over, or do you want to know like, is it two or three cups at the hole, basically? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for distance. So I've asked I've asked him that, and he went, "Just tell me how how far the fucking ball is going to move." It's like what is going on? And he hold it twenty foot or right to left down the hill, made it for birdie on like a mega par five. It's like. Was it five eighty or something off those tees they were playing? Did makes he say a, thank makes, you at any point? Did he say thank right, you at any point? Pete, 
I have caddied, I reckon, I don't know, 500 rounds in my life, maybe. Well, including his, 504. And I've had 504 handshakes on 18. Guess the four rounds where I didn't get a handshake on 18. With Mark Farri, the fucking... Amazing. Unreal. Honestly. He, he didn't shake it's... your hand once. <laughs> Not once, mate. He didn't even touch me. <laughs> it's a disgrace, mate. Oh, he's Honestly. a maniac. This guy's a maniac. Oh, He's 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 got his, his uh, well, just 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 before we wrap this up because I'm sure we need to talk about cricket. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at his Wikipedia page. He's got a fa- <laughs> he had a failed drugs test when he was on the oh European tour, um, and I'm just reading about it here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, pos- uh, you know, the first one, the first recorded drugs te- positive drug test recorded on the European tour, and possibly I've, the I've first read by that. any professional golfer. Unbelievable. Yeah. So for for un- taking un- like un- flu tablets or something, he said, I'm pretty sure some bullshit like that. Mate, un- honestly, un- I was close to phoning the polis on him, right? So he gave me the money, and it's well, like you've got a good contact. You've got a good contact. You're, su- you're supposed to you're supposed to not count. Like obviously, someone gives you a handful of cash, you don't just count it in front of them and be like, yeah, I'm happy with that. Do you know what I mean? You just say thanks very yeah. much. Nice to meet you. All the best. So day four, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's going to stiff me here. I know it's going to be bad, but like, at least I'll get £100 a round. Nah, £70 a round and €25 Euros extra, right? And I packed his fucking car for him, Pete, while he's while he's getting himself shifted because he's got a flight to catch from Edinburgh Airport, right? So he's going to be horsing it down the road in this Toyota Igo. So I, when I got back to my car and counted it, I was like, should I phone the police and say, this car is going to be racing down the Joe Carriageway, pull him over, give him a ticket, fine him, put him in jail for a night, make sure he misses his flight. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What what Hopefully he lost his bag at Charles de Gaulle like everyone else does at Charles de Gaulle. Would you rather that weekend, if you think it, on reflection, would it have been better to be facing like some military medium in the Strathmore Union whilst playing That's for it. our Broth Cricket Club? Yeah, that's a great shout. That is a great shout because I hate batting against shit like that. Like, yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Pete, ah. I would rather I would rather someone like be like rude and throw clubs and tell me to pick them up and give me a decent tip at the end of it. Like I had a guy today, this is a mental that I carried in November in Scotland, right? But these two idiots from down south were like, oh, I want to come play, give me golf at Trump's course. And oh my God, the guy was a lovely guy, like the nicest guy of all time. Shit tip again. It sounds like I'm a shit caddy. I get tipped really well. (laughs) Honestly, give me the biggest wanker of all time who gives me 200 sheets all day. You could be the nicest guy in the world. Like Gav Hastings, nicest guy in the world. Never want a caddy for him again. He's tight as two coats of paint. Not, not good etiquette. Not good etiquette. But sounds, sounds <laughs> like you've uh, had a good time. We should, should we talk about cricket, Liam? Yes, mate. Hoggy um, has had his ten minutes on the psychologist's couch. He's got it off his chest. Um, but yeah, oh, actually, I've been I've been playing golf with the cricket Scotland psychologist. Actually, oh, have you? I might be playing with him tomorrow. Actually, so I'll, uh, I'll ask him for some tips on how to control my opinions on French golfers. <laughs> Where are you going to be playing, Hoggy? Crudenby? Uh, down on the uh, Scottish Golf Coast, East Lothian. 
Craigie Law, I think they're playing tomorrow, maybe. Ooh. It depends what the weather's going to be like, because it's pretty wild up here just now. Cheers, cheers for the invitation. I'm pretty, you know, just you'll be passing probably my house along <laughs> the way. You want a game? Yeah, I think one of the boys is just what, pulled what, out. What time are you teeing off at? I'll probably get a... Well, nah, Half no. Mm, got, I'm, 10, working I'm working tomorrow. I'm working tomorrow. But we'll get we'll get around. We'll get around. I want I want to see how good your re- your your reading of putts is to make <laughs> sure that this, to make sure that you are viable for a proper tip. And 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 I won't be giving you a fucking tip. I'll tell you that right now because you'll be playing goals. But just uh, just to be clear, I just want to see. Yep, you haven't got a clue about tipping, Pete. Fucking hell, honestly. I, I, no, I, 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 mate, I've been to America. I know how fucking tipping works. It's wild, and you know it's important to tip well. My, uh, my, my, my wife's Irish as well. They tip, they tip with everything. It's bonkers. Hmm. Anyway, weird. Anybody watching any World Cup cricket? <laughs> good, 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 good move, move on to something proper. Um, do you know the only game that I've watched with any great uh, depth was the was the Dutch versus the Bangladesh on Saturday, <laughs> and it, that, I really enjoyed that. But I mean, I've been following it from afar otherwise, and it seems like there's been a lot of one-sided games. Um, but it's really good. To, yes, we could see Holland doing really well. I think. Yeah, it's a hundred percent the worst format of World Cup in the history of any World Cup. It's 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 rubbish. A it's ten funny. team league, like what is that? Yeah, but that that all came about, didn't it? I mean, that they, they did it in nineteen ninety two, um, and then it obviously in two thousand and seven when Scotland and all that, and and particularly Ireland when they they knocked out was it Pakistan and. Um, think uh, somebody else knocked out India wasn't it and uh, and consequently they, when they needed to reduce the teams down to 10 and I remember at that time do you remember ESPN Classic had all that nostalgic footage of the 1992 World Cup and everyone was like oh that's a great idea go back to 10 team leagues and give them their kits from 1992 and uh, do you know what let's get both of them along with his big keg out and let's uh, let's do 10 team leagues it's an absolute bollocks 10 team league absolute nonsense it's rubbish because it's turning load of dead rubbers. We already know who the four teams are probably going to be. Um, and, it, I mean, it's so badly organised. It's a complete shit show. It makes, like, the organisation of the Masters and Trophy look like it's fucking clinical in comparison to this nonsense. It's absolute fucking disgrace. Uh, it is wild, <laughs> mate. It is wild. Hoggy, you watched any, mate? No, I honestly have not watched a ball of this World Cup. It's mm. me- I, probably for the first time in my in my life, I've not really watched any of the Cricket World Cup, but I've just got like absolutely zero interest in it, apart from Afghanistan and Holland. And I think the Afghans can still qualify, can they not? Yeah, yeah. Big mm-hmm. game, they're playing like, each other tomorrow. Who do they play tomorrow? Afghanistan versus Holland is tomorrow. I know that. Oh, much. do they? Yeah. So hopefully the Afghans pump them and then they just have to win one of their last two and they're in pretty much, no? Yes. However, on the flip side, it would be hilarious if Holland won because it would mean that England will miss out on getting into the Champions Trophy next year because oh, it's the yeah, eight yeah. top teams. And if the Dutch could, the Dutch could get in and England could not get in, and I think just that would just summarize sum up the complete debacle that has been England's trip and also the debacle is the ICC and the debacle is the Champions Trophy, which couldn't be further from being a fucking trophy for champions if it tried to be. 
I was waiting to say, where's that going to be held? In England? Pakistan. For fuck's sake. How is it a seven-team competition? Well, it's eight-team <laughs> competition plus Pakistan. So it's ah, like, okay. very weird. Very weird. But anyway, um, yeah, very strange. But it's, I mean, it's been good to see the Dutch play well, but it's just... I feel like this, personally, I feel like this whole tournament has been set up. Well, obviously, the 50-over World Cup's been going for a while, but the way it's been organised, it's almost like they wanted it to fail. They kind of want to demonstrate 50-over crickets kind of dead in the water. But I still love it as a format because it's got that ebb and flow. It's actually, a be- in my opinion, a better format for giant killing because it gives, if a team in 2020 gets on top of a smaller team there's no chance of them getting back whereas in 50 over cricket there's enough movement within the game there's enough time within the game to recover i always think and that's what makes it a good format in my opinion and it also is just not slap bang wallop um which i mean i still i do love 2020 Mm. but i think 50 over's got got great value but you know everyone's brain and attention spans fuck these days so so basically they'll, they'll end up canning it eventually <laughs> won't they <laughs> yeah yeah um you're right you're right about the recovery pedro because the two games that the dutch have won um they've kind of had collapses early early doors and then like regrouped the managers to post mm-hmm. kind of 250 250 plus um which has been enough to beat south africa and the bangladesh but especially the south africans because they were flying and they were looking like they were kind of maybe going to give India uh, a run for the money. But I think we all know India are going to win, um, barring any any real surprises. And like you say, I think we already know three of the teams that are going to qualify. And then they're just kind of all vying for that fourth position. But it's just rubbish format. And like you said, they wanted all the... Yeah, oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that is an absolute shoe. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Mate, that is. Oh my god, I hate it. It, 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 it reminded me of, of a Scottish Cup first round games when oh. you see like when you see some some oh. outfit from like Marchman. I, I can say it now. I can oh. say it at my club going away to fucking Grange or somewhere and getting Grange rack up three off three fifty and then keep all the laughter. <laughs> 25 or whatever it is it's like yeah. they kind of had that sort of image about it didn't it really you know Chris Sowell returning from injury warming up to bowl running in that a guy who just uh, facing 45 year olds on one pad yeah <laughs> yeah yeah borrowing his mate's thigh pad to go out to bat and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah I'd be like playing right. against Strathy William that's you that is me mate that is me <laughs> That is me. I don't Cruc- have a, I don't Crusader even have a, pads. Don't e- yeah, hey, nothing wrong with them, mate. Done, done me another season. Well, what are you away to say you don't have here? Because I don't even have a kit bag is, anymore, Hoggy. There you go. You just bring your own box. Just bring a I box. Just, I bring a. a oh, you a borrow jock, deals. A box and a kind of like pad man short, and then the rest is is uh, everyone else's gear I can find. Yeah. But I'm not sure if you've right got there. no lefties. How many times this season have you bad the right-handed gloves on? Ah no 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 that's that's yeah I do have a do have left-handed uh, gloves apologies and an overseas with a lefty so I just wore uh, his ah. pads so I Lance we're, we're all good Lance. Lance is it Lance this year Lance Truman that was him oh, Lancey boy um so yeah we're all we're all in agreement that the World Cup is is uh, not worth talking much more about I'll tell you what we are going to talk a little bit about was Scotland in the T10 Pete. A few. Oh, talk about that's it. Talk about giant killing. 
few shocks in there. Fucking hell. The mighty, oh. the mighty get, a t- get a T-test correspondent I, I, on the job, Pete McSimpson. I, <laughs> you know what? I watched the, as I said, I think in the last pod, I watched the disturbing <laughs> amount of that bollocks. To be honest with you, it, it was absolutely mystifying. We, the, the, our WhatsApp group lit up actually around it, I felt a little bit, because we were cracking up at just what was going on. I mean, they, didn't they? They lost to Belgium. They lost to Portugal. They lost. To, they almost. Lost. They didn't lose to Belgium. No way. No, they lost to Norway and Portugal. Norway, in the first no, Norway and oh Portugal. But then they kind of came barnstorming back and then lost to the Germans um, at the end. I mean, it was a very, very peculiarly selected team. I presume just because of availability. I can only assume it was availability. We had. I mean, the boundaries are fucking 20 yards and you've got a team full of spin bowlers on a plastic wicket. I'm like, what's going on? And I appreciate spin's got its place. And, and um, you know, uh, Jack Hogarth's obviously pretty good, you know, leg spinner in, in, in that space. But, I mean, it was like at points we were just tossing it up and just watching it fucking fly. <laughs> and then the batting was a complete catastrophe on various occasions. It was just weird. The whole thing was fucking weird, to be honest with you. Um, very, very just... Oh, I'm glad it doesn't really kind of get any sort of mainstream headlines because... It's an, it, it, it was a debacle, I felt personally. A bit of a debacle. It was a stag Liam, do. what do you reckon? It was a stag do. It was a stag do. That's what it was. <laughs> it was a stag do with some, some... It wasn't cricket. It was a stag do with some activities. Um, what I will say is Michael English can bat and uh, can bowl. Uh, in T10, as he as he showed, Jesus and to be fair, you, before you slaughter him, Hoggy, he was about the only one that could actually bolt his field and bolt a plan, and he kind of had a, an idea of where he wanted to try and put the ball, and he kind of kind of put it there or thereabouts and did all right. Um, or, or is he the only one who can handle his drink and back it up the next day? That's we'll need question. to get them on. Was, we'll need to get them on. I was very impressed with his bowling. I thought it was good. There was a moment. It was one of the seamers. I'm, and I'm not going to say his name. I think I know who it was, but I can't say it for certain. So I'm not going to get it wrong. I'm sure at one point he sort of bowled a half tracker, that a seam bowler that went sort of down the leg side and pitched again off the mat. <laughs> and it was just like, what is going on? Are they? Is it? Is it completely different? Is it? Is it the game just all of a sudden changed? Is the ball a different weight? Is it? I mean, is the run up completely fucked? I don't know. But it was like watching people try and sort of at points, and they got it. They kind of got it sort of eventually. There was points where you're just like, have you forgotten how to play the game of cricket? Have you got absolutely half cut last night or whatever? I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> I th- honestly, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Imagine Virat Kohli playing T10 in fucking Lamanga. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack Hogarth to Virat Kohli. Actually, nah, Michael English Bowen to Virat Kohli. I'd love to see that. It'd, it'd just be, it'd just be bonkers. I'd love to see that. It's a bit different when you're bowling at Sparkies and Plumbers from from Oslo. <laughs> Hey, I mean, to, be, to be fair, I'm sure they had a great time. It's a shame they didn't make the final. 
Um, and I know that, and and despite our laughing, I'm absolutely certain my ball, if I'd have ever got out there and played, I'd have got absolutely hooped around the park and smashed everywhere. So um, just, just to caveat that, but, but it was weird. I just found the whole watching of it weird. It was just like, even when the camera was panned on them, you could see the sort of uh, bloodshot eyes I personally thought. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's, it's difficult because like, I don't know if you boys, have you ever boys played a game of T10 cricket? Like I've never... I've never been close to playing a game of T10. It's kind of like difficult to even think about how it must be so different. Oh, like I... playing on a, it's obviously a tiny boundary. Is it a 30 yard circle? Or is it like a oh, 20 yeah. yard there circle? Is a circle. There is a, like there is 20 a circle. Yards. I think it must be 30 yards. Because it looks remember like back in the day, there was the inner, the inner circles. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, imagine having them in T10s for an over. Jeez, One over, you can have a slip. It's kind of weird the way that on that ground you can outside edge it for six quite easily. Well, you could do that on a lot of grounds nowadays. Like the IPLs, a joke. Those grounds, those grounds are tiny. We should really learn from that and just bring the boundaries in, just to make the pitches and batters feel better about themselves. <laughs> Batsman's game as it is. Anyway, lads, let's let's move yeah. on. Um... What we're going to talk about now is we're going to uh, talk about uh, the women's series, which was recently played in, uh, I think it was Desert Springs, um, between Scotland and Ireland, um, which finished with the Irish winning 3-2 um, in that series. And we're going to uh, going to bring on uh, a guest for the sport fans. We're going to bring on um, young Craig Wallace. He's not young anymore, is he, actually? He's now a coach. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll bring him on. He's younger than all of us. And he's turned upon time, Craig Wallace. Mate, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. How are you? Ah, it's spot on, mate. Football training tonight, was it? Football, mate, yeah. Yeah, just back in. Had to breathe the cold and the rain, but it was all good. How are, uh, how are the mighty Barnhill AFC doing this year? Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, I think we're fourth. It's a bit messed up, mate. There's like cup games and league games, like for fun. So you don't really get. It's not like there's like loads of league games and like play cup. It's like it's so random. I think we've only played like four league games. Okay. But we've got Maybe. a big Scottish Cup tie this Saturday against Linlithgow. Ooh. What? So down at Beatsies? Yeah. That's his, that's his yeah. neck, who is it? Uh, I think him and Simi are coming to watch. Get <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, that is unreal. It's so funny. Have you scored this season, Molly? No, I mean, I've actually gone back. I'm playing right back now. So oh, I don't know if I'm getting old or I'm just getting worse. I don't really know. But I'm yeah, right back. So What kind, of, kind of boots do you wear, Wally? Oh. I want a full, full description, not just brand. Um, so I, <laughs> I used to wear um, my old rugby boots. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, which I got given from from uh, well, from Phil Godman, uh, who coach rugby at Dundee High, and he was sponsored by. Are we, are we so, supposed to know who that is? Yeah. Hey, he played ten for Scotland, man. Does he play I for the Springboks? Ten for <laughs> played ten what for Scotland? He played at number ten. Stand off. How many games? How many games? Ah. Loads, 50 bucks. As good as uh, Craig, what's his name? Patterson, Chris Patterson. 
No, no, it's just trespass. No, it's good. Anyway, they were silver and red. And then I am... Silver and red? Rugby boots. Yeah, horrendous, And then I was actually in the RPC with the Institute where Dundee trained. And there was like lost property in there. And these boots had been there for about a year. The guy that told me on the section, he was like, "Jordan, I'm like, absolutely." Who I the fuck some... does the interviews for the Scottish women's cricket team coach? Because these are questions that <laughs> need to be addressed. I don't know. I don't know why I told this story, but um, so they are plain black knights, like they're quality bit. So now I'm kicking around with some professional people in those boots. Oh, plain! Yeah. You've got plain black Nikes on. Plain black Nikes, yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, like although the, they're, they're ripping. So I think they are temples, mate. Yeah. Nice. Exactly what That's yeah. perfectly acceptable. So yeah, no, it's, it's it's a bit more me. It's uh, the old silver red rugby boot wasn't really <laughs> my game. Yeah, that's why you're that's why you're a right back, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, unreal. Craig, oh. the new um, oh. women's coach of um, our Scottish team or or the Wildcats, as it's sometimes known. Uh, how has it been, mate? How has it been? Mate, honestly, it's been amazing. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, very different, but I, I, brilliant. I have no complaints at all. It's been, been really, really enjoyable. She's good. And in, in terms of kind of women's cricket in general, over this last spell since you've been in the job, you've actually had quite a lot of games, haven't you? You've actually had some fixtures. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's quality. I think they, they obviously moan a lot about back pictures, which is completely fair. But since I've been involved, there's had what three series now in three months. So it's a bit more of a professional setup, which has been really good. And it's actually been class because they've I've seen them develop so much just over the three series, just because they've actually had game time rather than just trying to do scenarios in net. Um, so now it's been it's been brilliant so far. Just needs to keep going, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um Obviously, we'll have qualifiers kind of early next year. Do you think you'll get anything in between now and then? Um, I don't know, mate. So the qualifiers, I think they're rumoured not to be till end of April. So there's got to be something um, either in February or March, either either a pre-qualifying tour or something in the middle. But there's nothing, there's nothing scheduled in now, which would be a real shame. So it does, it does feel like we've got quite a lot of momentum at the moment. And for them to just stop for a few months, Definitely. it'll be it'll be pretty brutal. But so, so the qualifiers aren't even working. guaranteed to be in April. It's just a you think they'll be. I in think April. it is. The, the date's just not confirmed yet. It's it's between April, May, or March. It's that time of year, but the date's not confirmed. Aye. Great to see the ICC uh, smashing the organising <laughs> their dates as per usual. Uh, <laughs> don't even know when it's going to be, do you, Wally? Nah, it's Dubai. Oh, but also like forty, like May, uh, April, May is like forty plus degrees. I was going to say that's a bit hot. It's though. going to be roasting, yeah. like it's, yeah, it's going to be hard. Um, you can only yeah. play golf in the evening, then, Wally. You can only play. <laughs> Those floodlit courses, rather the ones during the, during the day, that we probably have. Yeah, exactly. That's the priority. <laughs> what have you? Did uh, you get is... any golf in uh, in the last trip there, Wally? 
Mate, I've played one round, yeah, but I'm not really enjoying my golf with the league, with the league unfortunately. I, in terms um, of, you're going uh, to expa- expand on that? What's wrong with them? Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to get a lot of use this, but so Lee, Lee Tasbrick, <laughs> the assistant coach, she, um, she claimed that her handicap is 36. Oh, banned it. Genuinely, she'd be about nine. So I played mm. against her twice and lost heavily twice. And and Joe, to be fair, Joe is in, another one and doesn't have a handicap, just claims what he wants. So I just keep losing because they just they just get million shots and so so is uh is Lee your assistant? What's Joe then? Assistant as well, like ah, okay. Joe's. Uh, I see Mullen. Lee's been ah, okay, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, but brutal, mate. You can't like Lee. Literally, she'll hit it like two fifty at least. Like dry man, like she smashes it and just says she's wrong. Any yeah, chance of not a- fine. Any chance we're putting on a Scotland shirt? Uh, unlikely, I think, unfortunately. Nah, she's pretty ambitious, to be fair. I um, I've managed to throw at her a couple of times, and she is so good. Jesus, I wish she could go on top. But no, nah, I think she's trying to get back in that New Zealand team, to be fair. To her, so. Is she a pro? Yeah, so she's captain of Wellington. Ah, okay. Contracted there. And then she lost a New Zealand contract last year, but hoping to get it back. Um, well, I'm not sure, but she might. If she doesn't get back in this year, then she will get a crack. And she's certainly enjoyed being part of the group. Good. It's good to have somebody around like that, isn't it? Who started off and has shown that there's roots into professional cricket, as you've seen yeah, from Kirsty Gordon and Sarah and Catherine Bryce. Like, there's there's loads of opportunities um, in the women's game. Definitely, and it's yeah, I think that's the big thing. It's like especially for the young girls coming through. They're like, like genuinely asking me, like, can I be a professional cricket? I'm like. Of course you can. Like, there's literally so many examples now, especially the hundred. The hundred's been amazing for women's cricket. <clears throat> like, so many of them are like, I could actually, I could actually be professional. Like, which they've and never they pretty much all in contracted years. in some way to Cricket Scotland or clubs down south. Um, Almost from that squad yeah, that in Spain. Yeah, the Cricket Scotland contracts aren't. They're nothing. Made. Like one day a week. Oh. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's not. It, it's it's good, but it's not when here is. It's a start. I what it, what it needs to be. Yeah, be a, yeah. It just needs to be <coughs> triple. Yeah. Um, but it's a start. But no, well, there's, there's, lot, mate. there's a lot of opportunities down south because obviously you've just you've got the hundred, but then all these uh, sort of regional sides that play the fifty over stuff as well. I've noticed. I was reading an article today about I don't know it was to do with well being and the fact that team uh, counties are quite worried about the fact that everyone's driving after games and stuff like this and uh yeah. and they refer to there being 26 professional teams and obviously there's 18 counties which means there's eight women's regional yeah, teams yeah. And that with the 100 because the 100 have got and i thought well that's i mean there's so many opportunities that i appreciate obviously as, as 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 a coach you're thinking well if they all go down there how accessible are they for you as in, in your in your scotland setup that is that something yeah. that you're a bit concerned about yeah for sure but i think that's why it's good that we do have these although they're small it's got contracts even like like the top ones like captain fraser your solicitor like they are now they're down south like your diamonds and thunder but because they're still contracted with us if we have a tour then like they just come like we have like they are obliged to come with us, which I think that's the best thing about the contracts. But yeah, but those regions, they don't quote me, but something 
I think each one gets one point three million pounds. Each one. It's bullshit. Oh, it's amazing. That's a weird like almost just get down. It's like the setup and the facilities are. It's, it's basically it's kind of precarious. Apparently, the men just come in the morning, they all leave, and the women come in the afternoon. It's exactly the same. That's that's but it's also it's brilliant but Cricket Scotland need to obviously never going to match that soon but we need to keep our own game going as well we can't just rely on them no I'm saying you've got to use England like as yeah. Wally said the, these uh, regional teams obviously the counties plus the hundred teams there are that is the women's cricket is getting driven by that it'd be stupid for Scotland or the Scottish girls to not try and jump on that it's only going to benefit Scottish women's cricket in the long run. Do you know what I mean? If there are, say there's five of them now that are full-time, if this time next year, 10 of them are full-time, that's going to be brilliant for qualifiers and stuff in the winter. You're just going to be so much more ready than players who play a handful of games in Scotland and then try and go and play in a qualifier or whatever, where they've played a full summer down south, playing heaps of cricket, and just learn so, learn so much more. From playing instead of getting chuckies from Craig Wallace in the net. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, and they, we are doing well. They've got a lot, a lot of them down there, um, but they're good. Like they deserve to be in there, right? So that's going well. Well, when you when you went in as a as coach, what was kind of first things that you wanted to improve or address? Is there anything that you you needed to get stuck into straight away that stuck out or was everything just kind of a continuation of what they were doing? Um, honestly, the the biggest thing that I've tried to change is just their like their mentality to playing cricket. Like the sounds really stupid. It's just like really, really silly, stupid things. Like when they were, so basically the first thing I did was go straight to Holland on tour, I didn't train with them, didn't do anything, so I just pretty much sat back and watched. And they like, oh yeah, I don't know what you'd thought of this, but when we checked oh, in... I've got some thoughts they, on it, mate. <laughs> we like, All right. checked in together, and then everybody waited for everybody to check in before everybody left the check-in desk. Everybody went through like immigration, like the bag drop together, everybody sat together like the whole time, and it was like, like they literally hit me with the handheld for everything. Like they didn't, but it's what it felt looked like it felt like. I've just tried to change, like almost just letting them be adults. Be like, let you go and do what you want. Like you need to be here at X time, but in the meantime, do what you want. Like go and enjoy yourselves. Even like at night time, they'll they'll have dinner together every single night, like on a massive table. Which again, like really nice. You spend tight loads of time together, but it's so like it was just so restrictive and um and so they were so like. Just, I kind of felt like they really didn't really know how to behave. They were like, right, I'm on Scotland tour. I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to try and be like really, really serious and take this opportunity because they don't get any opportunity. So it's like, oh my God, I have a game of cricket tomorrow. I need to be in bed by eight I need to do X, Y, and Z. But I was like, totally scrap. I basically said, scrap it. Like, you're on tour for Scotland. Like, it's the best thing. Like, go and enjoy yourself. Go and play golf. Go for a walk. Go and, like, there was like an ABBA tribute band, like, one night at the. Desert Springs. I was like, go, go and see it. Like, go and enjoy yourselves. And like, they've all been, that's probably the biggest change if I can play. And that, and I tried to see it on the pitch as well. Like, they're so restricted in how they play. It's like just going free up. Like, I literally, I don't care. 
just as long as you're trying to play the way we want to play. Um, so that's probably been my biggest, my biggest change to them. And just the, just the way they are, just like literally enjoy yourself. I wouldn't be so, oh my God, I think Scotland, this is really intense. I need to really do that all the time. It's like, nah, like you're on tour, have fun, play around the that you want to play, and I want us to play and see what happens. Did you have the same conversation with the Scotland men's T10 team for the last trip to Spain? When you shit face for four days, boys, trying to get pumped off of Norway. <laughs> no. No, it is. There's definitely a lot. Jesus. Uh, but, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I love, it. but Craig. In all honesty, that's that's absolutely class. What a nice approach! And uh, all of a sudden, it be it means that I suppose you've got individuals rather than that kind of like almost robotic kind of element. And, and I'm not saying they're ro- robots, but if you're if you if you're trying to clone each other in a way, you're only you you you're you're all harbored by the same fears, I suppose, in many respects when it comes out to playing. But actually. You can in your free time go and enjoy it. You start to feel like you're an individual off the pitch, and you'll be in more of an individual on the pitch, I suppose. Yeah, totally. And like, even like just little things that I create like roles for everybody on tour, so everybody had like a role that they had to do, like just stupid stuff. So they all felt like, as you said, like just like individuals rather than like because there was always that big stigma, especially when I started there. It was like, oh, the braces. That's what everybody talks about. But actually, like, no, you were a team of eleven. Of fourteen women, like each of each one of you has a role to play in this team, and, and go and, and don't be scared about it. Just go and enjoy it. What's a funny role then? So I made you laugh this actually. So Liam, I made Megan McCall <laughs> through set, and she just went probably not tears. That's a bit harsh, but it was raging. Like she was like, "I'm a sheep. I'm not quiet. I'm I'm too quiet. I'm not confident enough for this." But like she's, she's absolutely nailed it. Like organized like a dinner, organized like a scavenger hunt for the girls. Like, oh, like really? uh, so good. Yeah, class. No, you're yeah. right, mate. And in in the short time you you've had them, we've obviously seen improvements on the park, which is which is what you've obviously ultimately are striving for. Um, in the most recent series with the Irish, obviously a team more experienced, um, better resourced, whatever you want to call it. Um, I thought we performed really well um, and were probably a few moments away from winning that series in a couple of the games that were they ran them quite close. Um, and I suppose it's all about getting getting that exposure and getting yourself into those positions um, to learn from them. Yeah, totally. I whilst I was away, I was actually I wasn't annoyed, but I felt like we should have won the series that we played. I think we felt we played better cricket than then. Pretty much the whole week, apart from the first T20, we were poor. But the other games we played, played some really, really good cricket against a good team. But we just, just the key moments, I just don't think, I think we realised them, we just didn't really know what to do because we never really, it's never been in associations like the, the training weeks before, and even like the like an analyst chat before the game, like the batters had absolutely no idea what to do. They didn't play the one day game in the night. So it was pretty cool, like seeing them, how they went about it. It was always a nice price, he got runs. And even Chapa Shan's like even at Madame Fiesel about it, and she was like, "It's amazing." And now I like she learned so much from just watching Bricky play. She was like, "Oh, that's what you do in Monday cricket." Um, but but yeah, looking back, I think it was a really good series. We probably should have won it, but being good enough to win it was 
definitely a a good stepping stone to hopefully winning the next one. Absolutely. If you look at look after you over there, mate, good setup. It is good setup, mate. It's um it's perfect for us to be fair, because there's only there's only like cricket, a golf club, and there's a place where you have dinner and then there's the golf bar and that is literally it. Like there's nothing to do. Like I think if the men's team are there, they would be bored out there mind, like they would be leaving. But like for us, because they so they really enjoy their own company. So it was like they just kinda of chilled in their own villas and in the restaurant and then the coach is gonna snuck off to come play golf and did other things. But it was that's was brilliant. And fair to them, like we've gone really well with them. We've obviously been there a couple of times now, like they looked after us so well, like the, the groundsman, the guy in charge. So yeah, no complaints at all. So it's 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 a perfect touring, like kind of training touring place. Wally, what are uh, what was the, the first trip you took over was in Holland, right? What's the biggest change you've seen on the park from that trip to Holland to that trip to Spain? Because watching it, it looks like chalk and cheese. Gee, that's a good question. Um... Generally, just they like they just back themselves so much more. Like, I think I think they now they have a a way of playing that like they enjoy playing, and it's just like yeah, I'm gonna just go and do that. Like that's what we train in. And I think if they get out as well, like they're not. I also really annoyed by their they're okay getting out. Whereas previously it was like just the end of like, the world, blah, 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 out. Yeah, and it was like oh my god, I'm like I'm gonna get dropped. Like this, is, I'm retiring. Whereas now it's like. But I got out trying to do something that I was trying to do other than like survive it. Uh, it's just like a back end themselves. But it's, a, it's also like probably back in their teammates as well. It's actually like somebody's out, all right, let's prepare for this is my time and then I'll get out. It's fine. Like the next person coming in, she will do it. Like that's probably the biggest change I've seen. Um, but I still got a long way to go on that. I think that's that's the biggest, biggest thing I think for them at the moment. Why? What have you yeah. seen that? I mean, I, I, I mean, it's really sad that what I was, I was on holiday in Turkey while that, while that Spanish tour was just on, and I found myself watching, the, watching the games on my phone, which was, which was, I don't know what, what to say, what that makes me, but, um, but no, <laughs> and I, it was, it was really clear. I thought that there was a real intent to the play, the way they were, the, the, the girls were playing. Um, it, I suppose you, there's still that element of of just weird dismissals, just weird kind of like almost a little bit of, of, of panic at certain points. But all of a sudden, I think maybe that magnitude of realizing we're going to be Ireland here was coming, was, was, was maybe, maybe seeking through. And I suppose my question to you, Craig would be, is it, is it, are you, you know, looking to the future thinking, is it just that you need more games or is it that you need a bigger squad? Um, It's it's hard because so many of them are getting down south. It's like that is perfect, and we can we can obviously tap into that. So I think games. I don't know. I'm sorry. Don't know. That's fair. I think. I think. Yeah, I know the girl. The girls they want like a squad, and they want like full time contracts, which is brilliant. But they no, actually, no, they don't. They want games. They want games. Um, so I have to go with them. Yeah, they want they want games. 
Um, which is that it has to be because even though even though they're going down south, like they they still play in different ways. Whereas like when it's like coming with me, especially it's like right, this is what we're doing, um, and it's is that can be different. Um, so I think that I think I think the more games we can get, the more tours against quality opposition. Um, for sure. So it's like when I was their age, like we had tours all the time. Like I dropped out uni at twenty one because I literally had I couldn't do uni. I just had so many tours, and they are all going to uni because there's no games. So that's, I think that's definitely the answer. Yeah, I suppose it's encouraging that there is a facility in Spain, which means it's, you don't have to go too far to be able to play outside of the Scottish summer, what, whatever summer we have. So that, that's 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 a real positive. But yeah, and, and that, it's almost like that winter, actually, because you, you say you've got a lot of the players down south, That your winter is almost your key time to bring them all together and have that kind of six-month period. And I appreciate some of them will go over to Australia, but the fundamentals of a core squad could be around to play for a month or two in various parts of the world as Scotland, I suppose, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. And uh, yeah, hopefully, I'm pushing hard to try and get a wee uh, camp or something in January and February, like back to Desert Springs. I think that'll be perfect. Um, even just for a week, just like a training camp. Um, good for your so good for your golf as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, and Lee will be back in New Zealand, so she won't be there. <laughs> Mate, I love it. You look like you're uh, smiling away there as you always do, but enjoying it. Eh? Mate, genuinely happy stuff. Like it's it's so good. It feels it just feels right. It's really enjoyable. Really good group. I just like I generally just back them like I would love to take this group and for them to be like the first group to go for a World Cup like it'll be amazing like it'll be for them like biggest achievement even for but for me it'll be it'll be so cool and something that I totally believe we could do I was I was a bit nervous to go to Ireland because I had no idea what they were like and knowing that we could probably beat them come April time but like we if we keep going the way we're going like we've got a great chance of beating them so. Yeah, you've got some good players in that squad, Wally. That the longer you sort of stay with them, it's only going to be, it's only going to get better. Basically, that your big players and the more the sort of younger, less experienced players are around them, it's a pretty good squad and setup. Just you just need more games. That's it. Yeah. Even I know you said they're against better opposition. It's good to play against better opposition, but. Like even if you are getting games against the lesser opposition, it's perfect for if there's girls that are unavailable because they've got their hundred stuff or whatever. It just gives more opportunities to other girls. Like so, I'd not push for, sure. for for any games. No, yeah, no, definitely. And I think I think it is coming. Like it's definitely it's been it's obviously been really good since I've been in post. So I can't. I just don't like cricket's gone and now back down. Like they've obviously. Started to get money in, and they, I don't think they can stop. So, Hopefully, yeah, I think there's genuinely a market there. You, you know, the, the as you talked about the hundred being and and the, the impact it's had on, on women's cricket. I, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the hundred, but I can't argue for a second it's not been amazing for, for women's cricket. I, I can't, I, I genuinely can see a day, maybe next summer, maybe the summer after, where we've got a a, 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 you know, maybe a, a full member nation, and I don't mean Ireland in this, 
who's touring playing England, and then they come and play Scotland in a 50-over game at Grange, and you sell tickets and get a big crowd. I genuinely think that there's an appetite for that in Scotland, and uh, and and it, it's a big undertaking potentially for Cricket Scotland right now, but I think it's a real opportunity for them, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that day happening. Uh, totally. Even like, even like yourself, like being an absolute badger watching when you're away, but it's not even you. I've had so many texts. That even like Hoggy was watching it. Like, so many people are now watching them. Um, and it's great to them. Yeah. Like they're playing a, they're playing a brand of cricket. They're playing good cricket, like a quality cricket that is actually it's really watchable and actually it's enjoyable to watch. So hopefully it just keeps going. And you're right. Like we obviously play Sri Lanka in these qualifiers. We obviously beat England this summer. So it'll be really interesting to see how we go against them and hopefully beat them. And then they'll have to come and play us. Big time. Yeah, sorry for texting you mid-game, Molly, but... That's no, right. I actually read it out to somewhere. Fucking right. What's well, an unbelievable shot. Darcy Carter. Hit one over, <laughs> long off. It was like, what a shot that was. Aye, That's a shot, shot of the... Tu- yeah, absolutely. Shot of the tournament. And then uh, Hannah Rainey as well. I could watch hey. her bowl all day. Like, charges so good, in. Mate. Like... Both bouncers, mate. It's amazing. Oh, mate. So good. So good. Yeah, it's, it's good. And you're not even, you didn't even have a full strength squad there at all, from what I could see. I mean, you had to, obviously a lot of good players, but there's, uh, is it Abel, the girl in Tasmania? You've got, is Catherine Fraser's been injured, hasn't she, as well? So, I mean, there's a good, uh, even more to come back as well. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting thing. I think Ireland were pretty much full strength. We've got a lot of depth, and then we've got a couple of injuries, like Catherine Fraser, Rachel Slater. Obviously, Chloe's still in Australia. We've got Stasica Horley in Australia. Even like Depth, we're still like Abby and Clement, who's, who's still here doing well. Orla Montgomery's still injured. Like, there's loads of people. There's like the Depth. She bowled rapid, really Orla Montgomery. I've not seen her bowl yet. She's been injured since I've been here, but I've heard she bowls proper wheels. So I'm looking forward to getting her fit and see, see what happens. Brilliant. So, no, nah, it's good. It's really exciting. Superb. Well, we'll all be uh, following closely. Uh, Wally and um, we, we do always include that on halfway up middle so we'll wish you all the best before we let you go Wally it's time to get some of these power play questions in give the sports fans what they want to hear so I'll start it off Greg <laughs> got a really Not easy one got a really easy one to start you with do Belgians speak Belgies yes or no <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Tenants or Guinness? Tenants. Ooh. Mm, Change the bit. Yeah. Dundee FC or Liverpool FC? Liverpool FC. <laughs> oh my God. Last <laughs> Wally, what would you prefer? A hundred at Lords or taking your first ever stumping? Hundred at Lords. <laughs> Sporting idol growing up. Dan Carter. Mm, that's right. You played. Uh, you were a ten at the mm. Dundee High growing up, weren't you, mate? 
Yeah, yeah. Bit of a jet, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. Um, what we got? Coaching or playing? Coaching. Oh, that's nonsense. No mm. danger you prefer coaching or playing. When you're bullying <laughs> Stumel over fourths. He's a company be, man. He's a company man. Throwing balls in the nets, would you? Black track bully. Wally, <laughs> where's your favourite chippy? Oh, the Sea View money piece. What's your order? What are you having? That's <laughs> all you have this, this could be mental. I don't know what this could be. <laughs> oh, for, uh, so I go, it depends how hungry I am, but usually fish supper, sausage chaser. Oh, nice. What are we oh, having yeah. on that? Salt and vinegar red sauce. Salt and vinegar red sauce, yeah. I actually usually peel the batter off the fish and wrap it in my chips. Wow. Oh, my chips. That's thoroughly <laughs> disgraceful. <laughs> you know, you, ha- you have to get interviewed, you know, if you want this job full-time, well, Ed. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Pineapple on a pizza? Yes or no? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Great answer. Um, wasted talent, Wally. Who was the best sporting youth growing up that should have made it? One player only, a man, Bill Wall. There we go. A man, Bill Wall. Uh, I'd, I'd say Christian Robertson over AB, to be fair. Yeah. I've got one for you as well, Wally. Uh, Brad Neal or Connor Syme? <laughs> Connor Syme. Disney free kit. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he's wearing his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Wally, best player played with, best player played against. Oh. Um, we played with Tam, no, played against Tammy McBall. What? Um, he was a brilliant player, but I did not expect Tammy McBall to be mentioned there. I know, I didn't really play. I kind of missed on the, all the big teams. I just got dropped when there was big games with all. What about, what about some of the pros at four for sure? Were there not any CB, good ones there? CB40. Nah. Mate, McBall was a jet, mate. CB40, like, the Sunday team I played, like, I'm still, like... Like Jay Dunbar, like, no, I'm not repenting him. My God, yeah. He's the best player that played for Surrey in those teams. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> back. I thought he was at the time. Just as I think I faced two balls and he bowled me a slower ball and then a bouncer and that was me. Did you not play Gloucestershire? Did you not play Gloucestershire at any point? You might, there's some good players there. I'll list them for you if you want. Uh, <laughs> I played, um, played with... Tom Cooper, to be fair, was unbelievable as a force pro. Jesus. Blade. Like a blade. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe. Be him, but... Not Matty Parker, no? No, maybe a man Beowall, to be fair. There he is. There he is. Did uh, a man Beowall ever snick off Simon Catch and give you the easiest catch of your career? <laughs> Didn't think so. Fucking hell. Me? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one for you Wally because we, we do know that you're a creature of the night would you rather have a night in the ferry 
or a night at Tinsmith's followed by the Union? Oh, same question. Can we go Tinsmith to the fort? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm not, I just, I'm not sure. I can go go to the Union at my ripe age of 33. It's probably <laughs> underground. Underground. <laughs> maybe. Much, maybe. Maybe Club Tavakana. Like it, mate. Um, what else have I got on my big long list here? Oh, One, uh, Lu- Lulu or Fingers? Lulu's, mate. Those are the days. Ah, good man. Love it. Um, one piece of advice for a young Scottish cricketer. Just enjoy the journey. Oh my God, that is such a shite answer. <laughs> enjoy the journey. <laughs> what, what, like, what, like, book have you got that, old boy? That is such a shit answer. Did you enjoy the journey? Did you fuck? Yeah, I Probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come across with all these good answers, all these really, really oh good, well thought through, well considered answers, yeah. and then he comes out of something that's come out of a fucking yeah. textbook to, to, yeah. to end on. You, you get the girls all pumped up, ready to go out and beat Ireland. But Craig, any final words? Just go out and just like enjoy it. What? We're not going to go out and enjoy it for <laughs> fucking twenty for five, are we? Uh, Oh, no. Good lad, though. <laughs> Thank you for your time, uh, Craig. Pleasure to have you on the show, mate. And uh, all the best uh, going forward. Cheers, boys. No worries, mate. Cheers. Is that us done? That's us, mate.